Hello, and welcome to Versus, the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing The Meg. And I'm Adam Peacock, and I will be representing Jaws. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah. Battle of the Sharks. It's Summer uh-huh. Movie Fest 2023, baby. Yeah. It's, this is exactly what you should be listening to for your summertime fun. I hope you are on the beach ignoring your friends or family. Yes. Um, tuning out the sound of the waves crashing on the shore to listen to our voices. If you have a child, show them both of these movies before you take them to the water. Make sure they know what's out there. That's yeah. good parenting. Because, yeah. You love your kid. You don't want them to get eaten. Yeah. Adam, we're just going to dive right in (laughs) and start with some opening arguments. So please, you've got two minutes to state your case why Jaws is the greatest movie slash shark of all time. Well, if I could open with a little bit of a personal story, I saw Jaws 4 when I was a kid. And this was at a time when I was still taking baths and my mom would put me in there and, you know, she used to leave. And after I saw this movie, I could not be without her for five feet or so because the pipes underneath our tubs would clang. And I thought that was Jaws coming up out of the sink and there, or the drain to get me. And I would tear, I would scream and I would cry. And that movie really effed me up. So going back to the first one, it's the best. Going back to the whole series, I love Jaws because it, it it was made at a time when it was really difficult to make those kinds of movies and having to adapt on the fly. They had to use just so many different, just different techniques of we can't show a lot. So we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to play some creepy music and just show you some water or, or just going through the water, you know, to create that effect. Just the aesthetic of the movie is so, is, is so, so cool. Uh, Roy Schneider's incredible in that movie. He's Amazing. He's absolutely terrific. And, and uh, Robert Shaw, I don't know how much you know about the USS Indianapolis, but to bring that into a movie is, boy, you're, you're really, that's great character work. That's great. That's really, really good. Uh, it was a particularly brutal attack. Look it up if you haven't. Um, but yeah, just, it's, it's the music you hear those those notes and you know exactly what's going on it's permeating the culture it's in everywhere back to the future was going to make a 3d version of it jaws 23 i think whatever it was that came out of the uh came out of the marquee when marty went went into the future but anyway uh it's just the best it's the original it's original coke you can't beat it it's original coke and if you like new coke no you didn't yeah a compelling argument Indeed. Uh, well, and I'm really sad that you were so traumatized during bath time. Oh, it was such... I mean, I'm so happy that it happened now. <laughs> a little childhood trauma is how you become oh, an was, interesting Yeah, it wasn't adult. bad. Uh, well, then two minutes to you, my friend. Why is the Meg the best? Sure. Jaws has the song. Okay, it has the notes. It has Spielberg. But do you know what the Meg has? Oh, big freaking shark. Uh, It's bigger. Directed by the great John Turtletaub, who you probably know from nothing, uh, National Treasure, nothing. The Meg is the tale of the little big shark who could. And also that shark's mommy and maybe daddy. It was based on a novel, novel that follows a group of scientists who discover that deep in the Marianas Trench, one or more megalodons have survived for millions of years. 
only to have their home invaded by an international coalition of hotties with PhDs. Rain Wilson is in this movie, okay? You got your little Roy Schneiders. But Rain's in here doing really classic comedy relief stuff. So classic, it feels like it was maybe written by ChatGPT. Jason Statham is in it. He's like, I'm not gonna let this shark eat me. Lee Bing Bing is in there just being bilingual as hell. There's squids. There's sharks. Everything you could want. The new movie is coming out, and the first couple seconds uh, of the trailer are a megalodon eating a T-Rex. <laughs> this movie rules! But enough about the movies, because I want to talk to you about the Meg itself. Let's talk about the shark, Otodus Megalodon. It's an extinct species of shark that popped up in the early Miocene and lived from 23 million years ago to 3 million years ago. If you do that math, I, I think you will realize that for 20 million years, these little suckers were apex predators just down there in the dark, just thrashing everything. 67 feet long, 50 tons, teeth that could bite through a Prius. Uh, its jaw was uh, open so wide that it could swallow two human beings standing side by side. Uh, um, these movies made a lot of money and they're the perfect beach watch and megalodons are so cool. Yeah, you're not, I mean, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I, you know, if it's shark to shark, uh, I got to say, I think the Meg's got your little Jazzy beat. I saw that trailer and I immediately was, yeah, I, on board. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Meg? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I I had no idea what they were doing with the T-Rex, but as soon as that happened, and have you seen the, like the, the one without the blood? No, did they edit out the blood? Oh God, yeah. There's one like that first one that I saw. It's like it's brutal. It's like yeah, it just goes and the T Rex just pops like a gusher. Yeah, and that's definitely taken out of the uh, the after school commercial programming. <laughs> There's also an interesting thing going on with the Meg, where like the first one was kind of an early like U.S. Chinese co-production, um, and it's like very clear that it's like very big stars from Chinese cinema that Americans don't know about. And like the, the, like Li Bing walks on screen and it's like a huge entrance. And you know that in the theater, she's getting a fucking a, a dang standing ovation in like Shenzhen. But here I was like, Oh, who's that actor? Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I kind of suspect that, uh, from what I've heard about, like from like working in movies and hearing about making cuts for China, the less bloody version was probably the China version, oh, which is a shame. They, they deserve. They got to get the blood. It's <laughs> so bloody. To see a T-Rex's head just squish out of a shark's mouth. Oh, it's great. You know, you when you were talking about the director, I, I didn't mention Spielberg because I feel like this movie is is so in the in the lexicon or in the zeitgeist that if somebody was like, who directed that movie? You would look at them as if they were crazy. Yeah. Duh. That's yeah. where Spielberg comes from. Right. But director to director, I'll admit Spielberg might have a slightly weightier portfolio. I mean, that yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's not fair. <laughs> I thank you. That's not fair. That's not fair. We can't, we can only judge it by this. Yeah. By these and two movies. I think like, tell me about your, so did you see the first Meg movie in theaters? Because I know your experience of Jaws was really potent. I don't know. I think I saw it. I think we streamed it, I think. See, I also streamed it, and I really regret not going to see it in theaters. I know. Because this is like a theater movie. Do you do well with the 
POV underwater shots. Oh no, I get really scared. Yeah, I don't like those either. Yeah, because that's that childhood trauma surfacing, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're really unsettling. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. I think that what we have here is like an existential question that I think we can solve. Okay. Do you want your summer blockbusters to be smart and like say something about America? Or do you want your summer blockbusters to be Jason Statham kicking a shark in the head so hard that it flies back into the water? I mean, of course, the the, the latter is the, the one you want to say. Yeah, of course. Mm, okay. But that, doesn't that make us part of the problem, though? Because the movies that are saying something about America, we're ignoring. So we can get the hot New Zealand guy. Is that where he's from, New Zealand? Uh, I think he's British. Is he British? Uh, the hot British guy kicking sharks in the face. Because I want to watch that. Yeah, I know. And it's like, yeah, should, should we aspire to to higher things, to to popcorn movies that are also, you know, like about something? Or should we not? What is it? How much faith have we lost in America where I look back at the mayor now in Jaws and I'm like, yeah, piece of shit. They're all doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like at the time it was like, oh my goodness, this man right. is terrible. And I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, it was a simpler time when like a mayor wouldn't do that. Who was that uh, mayor of like New Jersey who was tanning on his private beach when he was arrested? Chris Christie. Like Chris Christie. If Chris yeah. Christie was the mayor in Jaws. It would be a lot worse. Things would have gone down. So he would have been out there throwing babies into the water. Actually, he might. I mean, we might have him pegged wrong because he might have cut some deal with like some illegal fishing corporation and let him set up shop just off the coast and, you know. Just beat every shark to death and harvest yeah, them for totally. cat food. Yeah. You make a good point. If Chris Christie had been the mayor, this movie would have been over in 20 minutes. There would have been no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have got him, definitely would have got him closer to a nomination, that's for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Who's the hunkier hero, Jason Statham or Roy Schneider? <sighs> this is unfair because the type of hunk that I like is a nebbish. I want a strong, capable, cynical freak. Yeah. So it's Roy. I am pronouncing his name wrong. I keep saying Schneider, and I, I know it's Scheider, and I, I, don't, I always do that. Honestly, I was about to make a joke about um, Rob Schneider and uh, yeah, he, his career. Uh, as that well. is, yeah, in the uh, in the cinematic universe, the animal is the son grandson of Roy Schneider's character. <laughs> Roy Schneider's character from Jaws. Yes, the actual living man, Rob Schneider, is the son. <laughs> Of the fictional character. That makes perfect sense. That's how good this movie is. It made a baby. Yeah. Who would you rather um, be swept up onto a skidoo by? It's tough because I, you know, I sort of have an inherent distrust of the police. So hanging out with Roy might be a little tough. Yeah. And I think you're going to learn some cool moves from Jason. Oh, yeah. Big time. You might even start dressing a little better. Yeah. You might uh, fully embrace the hairline situation and just go full bald. Yeah. And I'm sure he smells great. I gotta, I gotta go oh, stay with him. That's a good point. He smells great. Yeah. You know, he it. does smell fantastic. He smells expensive. I did see the new Fast and the Furious, and as soon as he came on screen, I was like, I bet he smells great. Yeah, I think everybody in that movie smells pretty incredible. Sure. Well, I think Vin Vin Diesel smells like he puts on too much. You know, too much money. 
Yeah. Oh, he puts on too much money. Um, okay, which one would you rather ride around on? Oh, it's got to be Jaws because there's too much with the Meg. Mm. You you have way more control with Jaws. Yeah, because it's just regular shark sized. Yeah, I feel like you're going to get tossed around and it's going to be, it's going to be not be good. I yeah. see Timothy Chalamet riding the sandworm in the new Dune trailer, and that looks <laughs> that looks miserable to me. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's not a lot of Dune that I would want to do. To be fair. Yeah. Put your hand in the box. Uh, I think that the appeal of riding on the Meg is that you probably have to do like a thing where you like stab a dagger into its back and it doesn't even feel it because it's so big and strong. Yeah. And then you're just holding on for dear life flying around. Which one do you think you could survive an attack from? Which one? Where are your odds better? (laughs) No, come on. It's got to be one. (sighs) You know, let's assume. All right. Let's assume that we're both going to get eaten. Okay. I but how long that, do we last? Okay, I actually, okay, I have something to say here, and I think I'm going to win. Okay. If I'm swallowed by the Meg, its mouth is so big that it's just going to gulp me down. Because they ate whales. They ate full-sized whales. So I'm going to be inside the Meg's belly. And, like, I'm not going to survive a long time in there, but I think I've got 30 seconds to a minute uh, for Jason Statham to cut me out of the Meg's mouth. Whereas Jaws, chomp. Legs gone, bleeding yeah. out. Yeah, because you're talking, you're talking stomach acidity, right? Yeah, and just like lack mag- of oxygen, and yeah, that's true. It's not like the cartoons where every every animal's throat is filled with air. Yeah, when they get stuck in it. Yeah, it's not like Pinocchio. It's not like yeah. a Jonah situation. Damn that. Which one? Okay, this is dark. But which one would you rather? Oh. I think, honestly, I'm not even doing this to score points. I think Meg again, because there's a 10% chance that I will get spat out of its tummy into a cool undersea world. And for just a moment, I will get to experience life deep under the water. That is cool. That, yeah. I would would much rather have that, of course. Really? Than just die immediately? Uh, yeah, well, no, I think the, the being stuck inside and like being thrown around like Tom Cruise in that Mission Impossible scene, I, yeah, I, I think I would just rather just get it over with. Okay, that's fair. Give me the Sam Jackson from Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Look, different strokes for different folks. Some yeah. of us want to be crushed to death by pressure at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Some of us want to die on the surface. How are, do you think going forward with this sequel coming out, and potential sequels, I guess this is kind of a, an evergreen thing, but do you think there will be some sort of family that will be at odds with this shark? Ooh. The way there is in Jaws? Will it haunt generations of a family? I believe, I, I have not done a deep dive into the new movie, but I believe that the little kid who is inexplicably in harm's way in a research station deep under the Atlantic mm-hmm. um, is in this new movie as well. So I think she's the the Meg Magnet. Okay. What? How were the Jaws sequels? I mean, I really, I think four was fun because of when I found it as mm. as a younger guy. I I I think they're fun. I mean, I'm sure there people hate them, but the three D one's very funny. Okay, like legitimately funny. I mean, the, when the shark is coming at the window to to smash out of the window in one of the big three D effects, it's just moving. Straight through. It's so cool. It's so clearly a prop that they're just moving through. And it's, I don't know, it's fun. 
And then the, like, I assume glass flies out at you. Yep, glass flies out at you. Like great. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, when Freddy dies, all the demons fly out of you. The, mm. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. I suspect. I mean, I don't want to take a poopy on your childhood, but. I suspect that the Meg sequels are just going to get better and better. And I think most people pretty universally agree that, like, the the Jaws sequels are not as good as Jaws. Is that fair? Sure. sure. That's Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Because I think that the Meg is a movie that knows exactly what it is in a mm-hmm. franchise. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> you want to see a shark fly out of the water and land on top of two people in a swan boat. No problem. Well, buddy, if I may, not to overstep, I don't think it's so much my childhood you're poo-pooing on as it is future generations of children. Because if I was so effed up by that movie, you want them to get better. So, whole. Yeah, I do. I think I do. I think America's children need more trauma. You hear that, kids? (laughs) She's after you. If you're a little kid listening to this podcast, good for you. You're cooler than all the other seven-year-olds. Yeah, and get your mom's credit card and go to the phone and buy some stuff from us. Dial 555. Oh, we should set up a fake phone number. Just to see who would call. Just to see. Uh, If you're a child listening to this, don't. No, don't, don't do that. Don't, 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 and don't listen to this. But also, don't watch Coco Melon. Go outside. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. Well, Adam, uh, this has been illuminating. It has been delightful. But I think we need to take a brief break. And when we come back, it will be time for us to play a couple little games. Sounds good. All right. See you, bud. See you. All right, folks, we're splashing back at you. Uh, we've got our arguments out of the way, and now it's time to get to round two. Now, in round two, of course, we challenge each other to little games, little treats, little tricks. Uh, and today, Adam, I have selected to play with you theme song throwdown. I oh. am dying mm. to hear your Jaws theme song. Because the existing one, iconic, but I think you can do better. Oh, God. All right. Here we go. It's me versus John Williams. <laughs> 30 seconds Fuck. on the clock. Let's hear All it. All right. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. You swim, you hunt, you swim, you hunt, you swim, and you can't win. <laughs> boom, 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 yeah, are you going to keep the, coming back? Or his damn shark. There's Leave that shark sh- alone. We're going to need a bigger studio. Shark? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. 30 seconds to you. Let's hear a theme song for the old Meg. Okay, here we go. 
Who's that girl with the look in her eye? She's swimming around and she's kind of shy. She's three million years old and not more than that. She's a sassy little lady and she's sort of flat. It's the Meg. Oh, 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 it's the Meg. Oh, it's a Meg's Meg's world and we're living in it. She's swimming around. She's got fins and other shit. Meg, 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 she'll eat you up. Whew, that went really that high. Was, that was very good. Thank you very much. Uh, and I think both of these are excellent shows. Yeah. Certainly these theme songs are fantastic. Absolutely. And I Located think um, very firmly in the 80s, both of them. 1,000%. And that really, that leads me into my game for you, my friend. Okay. And this is called Build a Toy. Yes. So, Caitlin, you have 60 seconds to construct a new toy based on the pop culture icon that you've chosen, the Meg. Maybe use your theme song if you want to and to inspire you a little bit. Maybe oh. make a whole world. Thank you very much. And I will do that thing that you suggested. Have you ever been to a bachelorette party? Of course you have. You know that right now a thing that's compulsory at bachelorette parties is a pool and one of those floaty unicorns. That's for girls from your hometown. You're a sophisticated modern woman. When you go to a bachelor party, the pool toy that you are going to bring is a 60 foot long, like battle scarred, just like teeth missing, blood running out of its mouth. Also, it's got a wig on. Um, it's got a blonde flip. Uh, it is uh, the Meg. It is the hottest thing in pools. Um, you could terrorize a group of little children until they flee the pool and leave you and your friends alone. Uh, don't get me wrong. This is not for children. This is for grown adults uh, who enjoyed the film The Meg and don't like getting wet because the shark is so big that it will cover the entire surface of the pool. Uh, pick it up at your local Target. That sounds, that's kick-ass. Would you buy it? I certainly would. Okay. Yeah, I certainly would. Okay. It's $130. That's not bad. Not the way things are now. Yeah. All right, Adam. Let's hear your answer if you were going to okay. make a brand new Jaws toy. Let's merchandise it. I think we've been really focusing a, a little bit, maybe not enough, but a little bit on the fear that is being induced in children from these movies. You know- we have said that it builds character and, you know, traumatizing children is the way to do that. So if you're a parent out there who maybe doesn't want to do that and you think we're making light of this, we're not. We're going to introduce to you a shark-shaped jet ski. If you're one of these families that has a cottage lake, a lake on the cottage, or if you want to, you know, you got a nice pool in the backyard, maybe a little pond. It's a little jet ski and you put this little shark outfit over it and then you make your kids ride it so they realize that it's not so bad. You know, you really got to teach your kids to love the water and to be responsible in it. And the two things that I think are the most responsible for most maimings are sharks and jet skis. So this is a great toy to, to really kind of, you know, to not be so scared from these films. Wow. A, 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 a wetsuit that you put over your jet ski. Yeah. I love that. And it's a Jaws, like there's a Jaws like sticker on it. So you know that it's from the movie. It's not just some regular shark. Does it like, if there's a, if you honk the horn, it plays the song? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Da -na. Yep. Da -na. And then sometimes like for no reason, it just 
kind of freaks out a little bit just mm-hmm. to scare you a little bit. But just to make the kids feel safe. Yep. Yep. Something's, something's going to grab you in the water and it's fine. You're in control of the water, kids. Can't believe neither of us said a bath toy. Very funny. Oh, no, we didn't. I know, but ah, water under the bridge. Oh, the puns keep flowing. Adam, um, it's always a delight, but all good things must come to an end. And I think it's time for our closing arguments. So won't you please tell me why you think that Jaws is the better shark? I think Jaws is the better shark because without Jaws, we don't have the Meg. You know, it's, you said it earlier. It's the film that Spielberg, that gave us Spielberg, you know, and he's got a bunch of movies. So if you like him, that's because of it. Uh, it's like I said, it's so much in the cultural zeitgeist that I don't, I don't even know who's in it because I just assume people know there's big viewing parties of it on the lakes and stuff. And um, yeah, it's on t-shirts. It's everywhere. It's uh, yeah. It's just one of those movies. It's one of those AFI movies. That's my that's my that's my closing argument. Fair enough. Um, I guess my closing argument would be like, can't argue with the prestige thing. Look, the Meg, is it a good movie? No. But do you actually want every movie to be good? You don't, do you? You little slop pig. No, sometimes you want to go to the AMC and sit in the air conditioning and watch a CGI shark that will look completely absurd eight months from now when the technology progresses, um, somehow get punched to death by Jason Statham. And that's okay. Adam's going to tell you you should aim higher. I'm going to tell you you're fine the way you are. Um, And the Meg is so big and the movie's made so much money. And all I can say is go Meg. And if you want to go see the Meg and you know me personally, text me because I really want to see it in theaters with people and I want to eat an edible before real bad. Uh, Thank you very much and good night. Slop pigs. (laughs) Do you think that'll win them over? Yeah, because that's what they are. Yeah. I hope I hope if you listening to this you feel seen. <laughs> um Adam, as always, it's been a joy debating with you. Buddy, so fun. So fun and so wonderful. And this show relies on its listeners to be the impartial arbiters. So we would love it if you would weigh in on who you think won this week's battle. Or if you just want to tell us who you think we should do next, who versus who, you could email us at officialversuspodcast at gmail.com. You could tweet at Wood Elf Media or on, hit us up on any other social media with the hashtag versus podcast. Until next week, I'm Caitlin. I'm Adam. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Stay safe in the water. Versus is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering. <laughs>